All right, what's up, guys? Felix Fliss here with the first installment of the Fliss Talks podcast. So today we're going to start it right off the bat with the rap albums of 2020 that have uh, dropped so far. So there's been a ton of great albums so far, such as Eternal Take by Lil Uzi, um, After Hours by The Weeknd. Um, the Babies album, we'll be going over that later in my somewhat harsh opinions on that. So it's been a little bit over a month since EA and Love vs. the World 2 dropped, and it feels like they just came out the other day. Like I'm still listening to them, still in the constant rotation for me, and they're all in my playlist. Um, now this timing with the album is sort of weird because it came out when Corona started, you know, going a little bit crazy. Um, but it sounds like you know a little bit of a stretch, but it seems like you know with all the timing and stuff. Uzi kind of saved the world. I mean, not literally, but you know, a lot of he has a lot of fans all over the world. You know, and it feels like right when everyone you know needed need a little bit something to keep them going, he just dropped two albums. Uh, one was the first week, and then one the next week after that. So, as I mentioned, some other albums were Lil Baby's My Turn. I love that album. Uh, the Weekends After Hours. I did mention that before. YSN Flows Flow Season. I got some great opinions on them. And Tory Lane's The New Toronto Three. So I loved my turn. Um, pretty good production overall. And he had some pretty good features from Uzi, Future, Young Thug, Lil Wayne, and Moneybag Yo. Um, you know, pretty basic trap album. You know, sort of expected that from the baby, or sorry, Lil Baby. Um, you know, he rarely misses on songs. So, you know, just the decent album, you know. Had some good songs here and there. So, next album is The Weekends After Hours. I'm not the biggest fan of The Weekend, but I've heard that it was a great album. Um, I did like skip through it, and I just couldn't, you know, I couldn't see where people love them so much. Uh, I'm not hating, but it's just my opinion. Um, but I did like a couple songs. He did drop the deluxe um, a couple days later. I'm pretty sure, and I did like the Heartless remix with Uzi. Um, that's just because I love Uzi. Um, the next guy up, we got YSN Flow. This dude, so he dropped like two songs early in 20, or sorry, not early, um, early in the school year. So like in like September, August. And oh my God, this dude is, I don't want to sound like too basic, but this dude's fire. I mean, he could be like the next, he's basically little TJ, you know, in my opinion. That's how I see him. Um, He's coming out of Cleveland. He has a great voice for rapping, in my opinion. He's young. Um, coming out of Cleveland, like I said. And this is his first album. All right. This went hard. All right. Um, some of the songs that I did really like were um, A Bad Vibe with Lil TJ. Um, Run It Up. And he also made, well, the first two songs, right, that he dropped were One Beef. Um, I guess it was like part one, part two, or whatever. And he dropped a remix with Quando Rondo. Um, that was okay. I also like Bounty Hunters with fellow YSN. I, mean, I don't really know what YSN is, but uh, fellow YSN person, uh, YSN Jo. That was a pretty good song. And Blast Off with Justin Rari. Justin Rari is also. I'm not gonna go too in depth, but he's also on the rise too. Like he's underrated. You know, he has a couple songs. So yeah. I feel like this new generation of rap 
that's coming up is going to be a great one. So, yeah, that's that with YSN Flow. Um, next up is Tory Lanes. So he's been in the game for like at least five years. All right. Um, he's from Canada. He, pre- I'm pretty sure he had some beef with Drake early, early on. But you know he's been a veteran in the game quite some time. Um, his new album, the Toronto Three, the new Toronto Three. Um, he had, he had a really good feature with Lil TJ. Um, well, Lil TJ was the feature on Accidents Happen. But you know, I'll be honest. I basically skipped through the whole album. You know, I stayed up until midnight for it. Don't know why. Um, not the biggest fan of Tory Lanez, but I basically skipped through the album. Only really like the few songs, but you know, that's just my opinion. All right, so now that we have some of the, like the major albums out of the way that dropped, um, you know, in the past couple months or so, take a drink of water. Let me tell you about the kid Leroy. All right, this kid he's sixteen years old. All right, he's sixteen years old. I'm sixteen years old. All right, and the most money that I made from you know, a lifeguarding job that I had over, had over the summer, I made like, I think like $500, like like max, right? Just all in total. And this kid's 16 years old. He's from Australia, okay? And this kid, he's probably made like more than, like more than like a middle class, like working like parent. You know what I'm saying? Like this kid is going to be next up. I mean, he's literally, he literally has a name, the kid Leroy. This kid's going to be next up for sure. Um, now I basically saw the way I found out about him was I basically was like on my Instagram and I was clicking through my stories and this kid that um I don't know him well I do know him I know who he is he posted his his song like a screenshot off of Spotify on his Instagram story and I was like all right let me let me go let me go f with him so I turned this on I turn on my Spotify put it in and I'm like I'm in love with this dude not like that pause um. But like this dude is, this dude's fire. You know, I said it again. I don't want to sound too basic, but like this dude is, this is a great flow. Um, the song was "Let Her Go," and then he like the next week or so he came out with uh, "Diva" with Lil Tecca. That shit went hard. You know, I don't mean to curse, but that shit went hard. I mean, it's with Lil Tecca. It was a fun song, um, sort of like a you know like Windows Down, you know whatever song. Um. And then, like a month after that or so, he made a remix with um, Bankroll Hayden on Costa Rica, which was already a good song by itself. It was already a good song. And then this kid just hops on the track and just spits a verse real quick, just like that. He just spits a verse just like that, and it's fire. Um, I did say he was Australian, and I don't want to like be like racist or anything, but like you can't even hear like his Australian accent. I mean. Who knows? Some person could not like an Australian accent. You know what I'm saying? But you can't. It's, he sounds like a kid from like America. You know. And then, um, yeah, he dropped Addison Ray. I'm sure, you all know who Addison Ray is. Um, yeah, very fun. You know, just sort of chill song, just sort of playing around. I'm pretty sure they like they like met too or something like that. Um, not too sure about that. And then the other day. He dropped Fade Away with Lil TJ. He basically like posted a little snippet of it on his IG. And, you know, everyone's saying drop, 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 drop. 
and he dropped it next day. And it's a little bit different. It's a little bit slowed up or slowed down, but you know, it's a little it's starting to growl on me and stuff. So yeah. But let me tell you, this this kid, this kid, the kid Leroy, this dude's gonna be next up, and he's sixteen. I I said it like five times earlier. He's sixteen. He's not sixty. He's sixteen. He's the same age as like. Like the kids I go to school with, like my friends are all 15, 16 years old. Like this, this kid's going to be next up. All right. So now we got the baby. I mean, I stayed up for this album too. You know, I'm sacrificing sleep for just mediocre albums. And it's called Blame It On Baby. Um, And to be honest, if I were to grade this out of 10, this dude is like a four or five. All right. Four or five out of ten. That's that's a that's a forty fifty percent. That's like a that's a failing grade. That's like, you know, that's like your parents are like, you know, getting pissed at you. Um, and something that I noticed was all of his solo songs kind of sucked. I mean, not to not to like you know be super biased and just sort of hate on the baby. I love the baby. I love his other work, but like it kind of sucked. Like, the only good songs that he had were with other people. So he had one with Quavo called Pick Up. That was the second one. That one, I, I like that song. That song was fine. And then he had Light Skin uh, Shit with Future. Um, and then he had Rockstar with Roddy Rich and Jump with um, NBA Youngboy. And then he had Drop with A Boogie. And then he had Nasty with Ashanti and... Megan the Stallion. I don't really listen to female rappers, not to be sexist or anything. It's just, you know, I never really paid attention to them. That could probably get me, get me a lot of heat. But um, yeah. So like his only good songs were with the features. So could this be say something? Could this, you know, being be say be saying something? Sorry, be saying something about the baby as a solo artist. I mean, his on his other work, Kirk. Baby on Baby, Blank Blank, all those. He was fine, you know, just average rapper. And then on Baby on Baby, that's his best album, I feel like. Um, he had a lot of solo stuff. He did have um, that song with Offset called... Oh, I'm sorry. He had Babysitter with Offset. I feel like that song really set him off. But then he had like Suge taking it out, Going Baby... Uh, Carpet Burn, um, Walker, Texas Ranger. And then on Blank Blank, he had like Next Song, 21, Best Friend. Um, yeah, so it's just like... And then even on Kirk, too. I mean, he did that Toes and like Really and like Raw Shit with Migos and all them. But like, you could definitely tell that there was like a difference, you know. Um, but yeah, I just feel like... He definitely missed on this one. So that's just my opinion. But yeah. So moving on from... Um, <coughs> moving on from music, we're going to move into the topic of NBA playoffs. Um, so the playoffs were supposed to start yesterday, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was yesterday. And I'm a Sixers fan. I'm from Philly. I love the Sixers. been a Sixers fan since I was like 5, 4 maybe three, maybe I came out the womb and um, was already rocking the AI cornrows, who knows, but um, 
So we're supposed to play Boston in the first round. We're we're going to be the sixth seed with where um, before you know the NBA shut down. We're going to be the sixth seed, and Boston was a three seed. I feel like Boston would get like the first two games on us at home or in Boston, and then they'd get one in Philly, and then we'd get one at home. So then that'll be a three-one, and I just feel like with our players that we could come back. We tie it up, we'd win, we'd win in Boston, win at home, and Game Seven I'm pretty sure would be in Boston. Um, two-two. Oh, actually, I think it would be in Philly if I'm not mistaken. Anyways, well, if it was in Philly, imagine. I mean, it's only a first-round playoff, but I mean, like. When the playoffs are in Philly, like it's it's a it's a packed environment, like it's a heated environment. Like when we played the Nets first round, I mean, it was it was fucking heated. You know what I'm saying? It was heated. And you know, I feel like we should, with our players, we could just come up big down the stretch. So that's just my little opinion right there. Um, but Boston also has, I feel like. Future greatest top top ten players. Okay, this is a big. This is my huge opinion on Jason Tatum. He's going to be the next. I feel like he could be like the next MJ. All right, with the players he has around him, Gordon Hay. I mean, Gordon Hayward's Gordon Hayward, right? Had an injury, not really the same, but he's still a solid player. Is Jalen Brown another? All right, Jalen Brown isn't on that Jason Tatum level. Jalen Brown is just enough for Jason Tatum to, you know, just even progress better. Right. And then, you know, he also has Kemba back there. Kemba's he's a little bit older, but still Kemba's a great leader. I mean, he, the UConn run that he had a couple years ago, actually, that was a long time ago, kind of. And it's just, I feel like with his skill set, he can just be like one of the best. Oh, I mean, right now he's one of the best under 25 for sure. And, you know, he's averaging. Let's let's get his stats up. So before this whole thing happened, he's only 22, right? And he's got a great build. He's 6'8", probably around like 220-something pounds. Um, I mean, just look at his numbers. On his regular season, all right, regular season this year, um, he's averaging t- uh, 35 minutes about. 24 points, shooting 45% um, percent from the field goal, basically 40%. All right, let's round that up. Let's do the math. Let's round that up. 40% from three-point, seven rebounds, three assists, and his defensive stats aren't that bad either. I mean, he's getting one one and a half steals a game and almost one block a game, all in 35 minutes. And let's just look at some of his, his notable – let's look at some of his past games. He dropped – 41 on the Lakers. All right, 41 on LeBron, AD. All right, Alex Caruso. <laughs> Alex Caruso is a beast, but, you know. Um, and he shot four of seven from three. You know, I mean, that's not the biggest stat, but, like, four. I mean, he only missed three three-pointers, you know. Um, field, goal, uh, field goal percentage, 12 for 20, you know, not the – Best night shooting, but you know, um, 
let's see. Uh, he dropped 30 on the Pacers. Pacers are the Pacers, so. I mean, they are pretty sure they're fifth seed in the East. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, this dude, I, he's a he's raw talent. Raw talent. I mean, he's actually, he's 210 pounds. That's what it says on Google. So I was a little bit off there. It's whatever. Um, coming out of Duke, this dude is just a bucket. And when you see him play, he can just create shots off the dribble. He can get to the rack. And he can shoot. So, yeah. And he's impossible to guard on 2K. Um, but I just feel like, even with Boston having those, they're kind of big three with, or you could say, I mean, they, they basically have all-star talent all around. All right. Ennis Cantor, um, Marcus Smart. I mean, he's not really all-star talent, but he's a great defensive beast. Um, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker, Gordon Hayward. You know, they just have solid talent all around. Solid players all around. And they have a bunch of talent in Jason Tatum. But I feel like with with the Sixers and just us being sort of the underdog most of the time, and especially with like Joel in the playoffs, I mean Joel in the playoffs is like a bad man. That is a dangerous man. Like you don't want to f with him. Um, I just feel like we could come up big, a little bit bigger down the stretch. All right, so. That's the playoffs on the Sixers. Um, you know, I'm not going to dive into like the whole playoff bracket and everything, but I'll just take a look at it. Um, 2020. Uh, so this is basically where would. That's not normal. Sorry about this, guys. I should have had this. Um, Laid out for us. So the Bucks, Bucks and Magic. Uh, Bucks probably. This is just a short, short summary. I'm going to start in the East. Bucks, Magic. Bucks win in four. That's a sweep. Heat, Pacers. That four or five game is always going to be a good, good matchup. Good, good series. I feel like the Heat uh, could pull that one out in six. Celtic Sixers. I said in seven, and then Raptors Nets. I feel like the Rap or the Nets. Sorry, could definitely get two. At least two games on the Raptors. I mean, the Nets. I mean, they have they do have Kyrie, they have Jared Allen, they have DJ Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, I just feel like you know the Raptors with Nick Nurse being such a great coach. I mean, look at the way he coached against us in Game Seven. I mean, he just basically just fed Kawhi and Kyle Lowry, and um, they got us there. So. Raptors and Raptors and um, six. All right, so now we're going to the West. Lakers Grizzlies. Um, since the Grizzlies have J. A. Morant, in the words of Flight Reacts, um, I'll give them a game against the Lakers. So Lakers and five. Jazz Thunder. I got. I want to say the Jazz are pulling this one out, but I just have a, I have a, you know, that gut feeling that we always get sometimes. Thunder in four. Thunder in four. Sweep. Um, Nuggets, Rockets, 3-6 game, um, or 3-6 series. Well, I mean, the Nuggets, all right, they got, they got Jokic. 
you know, the boy Jokic, in the words of Flight Reacts once again. But I mean, the Rockets, I mean, they're only, they're the sixth seed. This just goes to show you how good the the West is. I mean, you got James Harden, you know, one of the greatest players of this decade, in my opinion, um, has on, on a team with the sixth seed. You know, I mean, they do have Ross, so it's kind of hard to share a rock, but, you know, it's, but, you know, that 3-6 three, six, three, six series, um, I got, I feel like this could go definitely seven games, just like Celtics six, uh, Sixers. So, yeah, um, Clippers, Mavs, uh, definitely Clippers, obviously. Um, they just have Paul George, Kawhi, um, great talent all around. Mavs, they have, I mean, they got Luka Donakic, you know what I'm saying? And the words of flight reacts once again. Um, but I mean, Luca Luca can't do everything. I mean, Luca's a great player. Don't get me wrong. Luca is a wonderful player. But I feel like just with him, it's kind of impossible to beat Kawhi, Paul George, you know. So yeah. Uh Clippers in four, and then just you know, we're just gonna skip the skip the semis and skip the um no, just skip the semis. So, um, coming out of the West, I got the Clippers. All right, and uh, coming out of the East, I got. I want to say the Celtics, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Celtics. So Clippers, Celtics, the Clippers. I feel like the Bucks are just gonna fold, um, especially if they play. I mean, especially if they play the Raptors. Because Nick Nurse knows how to beat the Bucks, so that's just my opinion. All right, so next topic we're gonna be going over. I I know that it's WNBA. I don't I don't think I've ever watched a WNBA game in my life, but Sabrina Ionescu um just got drafted first overall to like the New York Liberty or whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong, Sabrina's a freaking bucket i mean so yeah she's got drafted to the new york liberty first overall uh, coming out of oregon great player um but yeah all right so we're gonna be moving a little bit away from sports and we're gonna be going over to some call of duty Warzone. it's been a little over a month since the game came out i'm not the biggest call of duty guy i mean i used to play it a lot but you know, with all the sports games and stuff, I just I, I like sports games better. Um, I also kind of suck at Call of Duty, so that's probably why I don't play that much. But Warzone's been a little bit over a month lately, and I played like two games, I think, and it's it's you know just for those who don't know, it's basically Fortnite with no building, and there's a hundred fifty people, so there's fifty people more than Fortnite. Um, also, I haven't played Fortnite in like three months. No, more than that. Definitely more than that, like a year. Uh, but Warzone, um, my friends play it a lot. I don't really play it that much. But yeah, um, that's just my little thing there. Uh, so now going into the conclusion of the podcast. So the Air Jordan, this is some sneaker sneaker news for um, those who like sneakers. Uh, the, Age, the Air Jordan 4 Metallic Red. Retro is dropping May 16th at 190 retail. Um, 
I mean, it's part of the metallic pack. The metallic pack is basically just the fours. Um, and it's uh, basically just a white shoe. You know, I don't want to put any pictures up or anything. It's basically a white shoe, a white Jordan 4. And it just has whatever, like, if it's a metallic red, it has, like, the red little little shiny red accents all over. If it's the metallic, um, it's the metallic pack, right? So there's, there's a green, um, there's a green, a purple, an orange, that's what it looks like. So this is this is dropping 2020. This whole thing's dropping. Um, um, yeah, there's a green, an orange, a purple, and a red. So it's basically just a white Air Jordan 4 with um, those colored accents and a, like a metallic finish, I guess. So it would be like the, the little thing, um, basically picture an Air Jordan 4. I'm sure you know a lot of people know what an Air Jordan 4 looks like. So, you know, that, like triangle thing on the side, it's basically not, that's not the colored, but the little thing next to it is like the thing that holds the laces. And then the tongue, the inner part of the tongue, the Air Jordan logo, and then the, um, the Jumpman logo on the back. So these are the retros that are coming out. I think May 16th, that's what it said at 190. I'm not the biggest Jordan guy, but my f favorite Jordan uh, silhouette is the four just because of you know the way it looks you know um i like the breads i don't have a pair but you know hopefully we do get a pair in the coming future um and another air jordan um uh just released the the six um dmp yeah um Uh, uh, what's it called, dude? The, the Finding Moments package, sorry about that. Um, yeah, that just dropped recently. Um, basically the black and gold ones. Um, I do like sixes too, the high tops. Uh, yeah, they're basically black and gold with a clear, um, looks like an icy blue midsole for this drop. Yeah, icy blue midsole with the um, gold little accents, some gold on the lace locks. I'm liking them. Um, yeah, so they just came out, and um, yeah, that's basically going to be it for today's podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Be sure to check in every week, uh, mainly on the weekends when I'll be uh, releasing the podcast episodes. And uh, see ya.